Sports.com. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to SWAT Radio. It is Thursday. I'll say it like my wife likes me to say it. I say Thursday because I'm from Mississippi and I kind of say it funny, but she gives me grief over that anyway. Um, it is Thursday, September 28th, and uh, it is guest day. And my guest just texted me and said he's going to be on. But he's running late because he's stuck in a meeting he cannot get out of. And that happens sometimes. And uh, But he is worth the wait. Uh, he is, it's Virgil Walker from G3 Ministries up in uh, Georgia. And I'm looking forward to hearing from him. G3, they just had a conference. They had about 8,000 people come in to talk about the sovereignty of God. And so uh, I'm excited to have Virgil on and looking forward to having him on and uh, – there's a lot going on. Virgil does a podcast with a guy named uh, Daryl Harrison. We've had them both on before. We've had Daryl on solo. We've had Virgil on solo a couple of times. And I reached out to uh, Virgil uh, after the conference just to see if he would be willing to come on and discuss uh, some of the things they talked about the conference and kind of do. He and Daryl do this thing. And by the way, their, their uh, podcast is called Just Thinking. J-U-S-T-T-H-I-N-K-I-N-G dot me. Uh, just thinking, and you can go to their uh, that website. They have, oh gosh, hun- uh, over 100 uh, of their episodes, podcasts. But I will warn you, their podcasts are long. They're like two to three hours. Like, like you, you, you put those in when you're going on a trip, right? I mean, like those are the kind, kind of uh, podcasts you listen to on a trip. Uh, because uh, two or three hours, but they go in depth, man. They have so many um, uh, resources that they quote. I mean, they, they do a lot of research on these, so they, they don't do them like every week or every day. So when they come out, you can expect they're going to have a lot to talk about with a lot of good source material. And it's always biblical, man. They, they are biblically based in all they do. That's why we love uh, partnering with them and connecting with them. So uh, Virgil will join us shortly. Uh, if you have, um, you know, been watching the news, you know that there was something of a debate last night, I think. Um, but it, my wife and I watched America's Got Talent. And we, it was funny because we figured we'd catch the highlights of the debate and for all you America's Got Talent fans out there, uh, the dog won. The guy who trained the dog won a million dollars, which is crazy to me. That, but he it was a good act. Uh, it's a pretty interesting show. It's a you know we watch it. Our family watches it, and it's a good thing to watch uh, as a family. You see a lot of different stories on there. You, you it's been going on for quite a while, and. We actually got into watching that kind of stuff when uh, somebody from our church at Christian Family Chapel was on the X Factor when it was called the X Factor, and um, and she did really really well. 
and uh, we just kind of followed her through that process and uh, kind of got into watching those kind of shows. It's kind of fun just to see all the different talents that are out there. And so, hey, if you're looking, or I'm sorry, if you're just tuning into SWAT radio and you're going, why is he talking about America's Got Talent? Isn't this a Christian station? Isn't this a Christian program? Yes, it is. But during the first segment, we usually talk about what's going on in the world. And since my guest is running a little late, we're going to be talking about what's happening right now in the world because we're, if you look around our country, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, the uh, like I said, the debate was last night. But what's interesting about this Republican debate is that all the people in the debate right now aren't really the front runners. None of them are even close to the front runner to get their party's nomination for president. And so it it really seems kind of weird. It's kind of a weird thing because it, it's like everybody's. Uh, auditioning for a post <laughs> in the white house in case uh the other guy wins or i mean like the like president trump wins because president trump again uh bowed out he did not participate but he did give a speech he was up in uh, detroit talking to auto workers and uh, everybody at the debate was kind of they were going after each other and uh most people felt like ron DeSantis, our governor did a good job and probably won the debate but even DeSantis, according to most polls, is pretty far behind President Trump. So it's just kind of kind of interesting to uh, see that that stuff all unfolding. And um, you know, uh, I got an email about why you guys focus on the LGBTQ stuff so much. Like it seems like we talk about a lot. Well, one of the reasons is this is a very it's a it's a even though they're a very small part of the population of the country, they dominate a lot of the conversation in our culture. And the the Christian community, and this is one of the things I wanted to talk to Virgil about because I know they've they've addressed this quite a bit on their just thinking as well as G three and um, the, the right now, even as we speak up in Atlanta, there is a conference called the Unconditional Conference where um, Andy Stanley is speaking. His church is hosting the conference. They have uh, two homosexual men who are speaking at the conference. Um, they have a guy on who's speaking who represents himself as a pastor who now believes it's okay if homosexuals are monogamous and in a relationship. And you just got to ask the question, how did we get here as a country? How did – I mean – Look at how far we've come. We've come so far, like I mentioned Monday and during the first segment, that the Veterans Administration is actually saying that men can get pregnant in official documents that go down in memos to people, telling doctors and staff that it's okay to affirm that men can get pregnant, which is ridiculous. That is absurd. And we got here so quickly because if you go back to Oberfeld, which was the decision that pretty much legalized same-sex marriage, it has not been that long ago. And we have just deteriorated so fast uh, that, that who knows what the next 10, 15 years are going to hold. 
But that that conference is going on up in Georgia, and the whole idea of the conference is the way they they couch it is it's a two day premier event for parents of LGBTQ plus FING, <laughs> I don't know, uh, children and for ministry leaders looking to discover ways to support parents and LGBTQ children in their churches. Well, um, we talked about what was going on in uh, England. Um, I think it was Tuesday, may have been Wednesday, may have been yesterday with Craig where Oxford is actually rating churches now as safe or unsafe for people who are homosexual. And it's not based upon these people in the churches over in England being mean to the people or, or, or not welcoming the people. It's the fact that they are welcoming, and it's warning these people that the ideology of the church says that it's wrong to be homosexual. So, uh, it's it's very difficult the time we live in because when you start espousing that this is wrong, you're immediately labeled hateful and and bigoted, homophobic, all kinds of terms that are thrown out there. And the this conference up in Atlanta at North Point Church is kind of billing this conference as a place to get to the quieter middle space as if there's middle space. There is no middle space in this issue. This is not a, a, a nuanced issue. It's a black and white issue. It is a clearly defined issue in Scripture. There is, there's no ambiguity about it in Scripture. Paul talks about it in his letter to the Romans. He talks about it in his letter to the Corinthians. It's talked about in the Old Testament, and the, uh, the this conference up there is really disappointing. But, you know, I told my wife years ago I saw this coming. I saw this coming with, with North Point and Andy Stanley. He, he continued to push to a, what, what I would call a progressive position. And listen, there's a lot of people that are very loyal to Andy Stanley because he is a good communicator. No question he's a good communicator. There's a lot of good communicators that communicate falsehood. Just because he's a good communicator doesn't mean he's always preaching truth. And uh, he he started deviating um, from what I would consider orthodox uh, teaching when he started saying you need to unhitch from the Old Testament. Any pastor that would tell you to ditch the Old Testament, you need to be double-checking if this is a guy you want to be listening to. The, the Old Testament is the foundation for the New Testament. The Old Testament points to the New Testament. And so uh, it, constantly through the New Testament, they're referring back to the Old Testament. Jesus is, his disciples are, Paul is. And so uh, to, to dismiss the Old Testament, to say we can't tell people, well, it's true because the Bible says, says it's so, because he says people don't care what the Bible says. Well, they didn't care what the Bible said back in Jesus' day. Jesus tried to tell them that. He said, you don't want to hear the truth because you're of your father, the devil. He goes, Moses is not your father. If Moses was your father, you'd want to hear what I got to say. And so for somebody to 
say you have to get away from the Bible as your authority or you have to unhitch from the Old Testament, it was inevitable that he was going to lead to a place where now he's having a conference at his church and he's having two um, very overt homosexual men teach in this conference and one of them calls himself a minister and and promotes uh, that homosexuals and lesbians uh, they they can be in a covenantal marriage relationship, uh, monogamous, and that that is okay. Um, and he can't. This particular minister says he can't find a compelling reason to say no to that anymore. And I don't know how he justifies that with the Bible, but he does. And and he's one of the guys speaking. And here's the biggest problem. Andy Stanley is one of the most influential pastors in our country. Uh, I mean, literally, he there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that listen to him. Other people listen to his podcast on leadership. He's been very connected with leadership things. And, uh, and um, so... Um, uh, this is this is a real problem. So none of this stuff has been hidden, you know, up there. And now it's really coming out in the open. And I, I can't wait to get Virgil to wake in, uh, weigh in on it. He's hopefully going to join us during the next segment. For you who are just tuning in, it is guest day. And Virgil Walker of G3 Ministries is going to be joining us. He just got delayed, but he will join us. And uh, that means he's going to have to be extra good in the the time that he's with us. But um, thank you for uh, joining us today. And uh, we're going to be right back after this first break. And uh, just pray Virgil will get here quicker rather than later. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. We'll be right back after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomnehl.com. Joshua 1.9 states, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Highway to Eternity Ministries is dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope. The ministry seeks to serve those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's word and share the encouraging testimonies of lives that have been transformed through God's power and grace. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. 
For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175 or visit www.highwaytoeternity.com. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a proud sponsor of SWAT Radio. The Florida-Georgia Truth Network. Listen in Orange Park at 91.7. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles If you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies If you're trying to feel the same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got pain, he's a pain taker. If you feel low. Hey, welcome back to uh, SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries, and it is Guest Thursday, and we're waiting our guest, Virgil Walker. But until he gets here, I'll give you a little bit of background on G3. I was going to ask him to do that. I'll just go ahead and cover that before he comes on because he works with G3. Uh, up in uh, Georgia, and uh, G3 was founded by a guy named Josh Buse, B-U-I-C-E, and uh, Josh is the president, and Virgil is like his CEO of operations, and um, uh, G3 stands for Gospel, Grace, and Glory. That's what G3 means, and it uh, really, they started it, or, or Josh started with the goal of helping churches, come alongside churches, and helping them uh, specifically uh, in the area of um, of Bible, and uh, that that was you know he wanted to invest in pastors and ha- basically start a theolo- theology conference that would focus on God's Word uh, instead of the pragmatism and a lot of the the secular techniques of church growth that we see in so many conferences out there, and so uh, it, it was started I think back in two thousand and thirteen. And uh, Josh is the pastor of Praise Mill, that's P-R-A-Y's Mill, Praise Mill Baptist Church. And um, he still, I think he still serves there as pastor. And uh, they actually pulled out of the SBC. It was an SBC church that they pulled out. But he's been very influential in a lot of ways. I know he is active out at the Shepherds Conference as well. I think he's spoken out there and um you know, he, he actually organized a meeting back in 2018 uh, in Dallas and came up with this statement uh, called the Dallas Statement, and it was on uh, social justice and the gospel. And John MacArthur, James White, Vody Bauckham, and others signed that. I signed it. Uh, over 10,000 churches and ministries and people have signed that statement uh, agreeing with that uh, social justice uh, and the gospel statement called the Dallas statement and it was very good to have that stuff articulated but that's G3 and they just recently had a conference uh, they had 8,000 people there and Virgil's gonna I, I don't want to steal too much of his thunder but uh, he is going to share a little bit about that and uh, the 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 conference when they first started back in 13 had about 700 people in it and uh, this past conference they they had over 8000 pastors and church leaders come uh to so it it is really grown and uh, 
they come in there and people are given some really good teaching. They have great breakouts. And so Virgil has, Virgil was a pastor. He was a discipleship pastor, uh, at Westside church out in Omaha, Nebraska. And, um, he ended up going to work for Josh, uh, and uh, G3 ministries there in, in the Georgia area. And, uh, he does this podcast. Like I said, if you're just tuning in called just thinking with Daryl Harrison, uh, Daryl we've had on before. And it's funny because Daryl used to live in Atlanta and Virgil lived in, um, Omaha and now Daryl moved out to uh, California, and he works for Grace to You, the teaching ministry of John MacArthur out there. And he actually uh, heads up a lot of their social, um, their social media ministry and and stuff like that, as well as doing the podcast. And he, he's called the Dean of Social Media at Grace to You, and uh, and then Omaha is you know a, a Virgil they call him Omaha moved to Atlanta. And so, uh, yeah, it's, that's, what's going on there. And hopefully, uh, like I said, he, he's going to call in soon because I really wanted him on because, uh, what happened, they actually, uh, had a bomb threat up at their conference. I want to hear what the details were of that. Like why everybody had to clear out of the building. I mean, 8,000 people, that's a lot of people to get out of a building. And so then they, uh, came back, came back together and they were actually singing, hymns in the lobby and having some prayer time they he said it was really good but i, I want to hear more about that but uh, i want to go back to this conference that andy stanley's having al moeller who is up at uh southeastern wrote an article uh and uh i think it was in world magazine uh said the train is leaving the station and the the subtitle was andy stanley's departure from biblical christianity and, you know, um, it, he, he really goes into the problems with this conference and having these kind of people come in and speak, even though they might be speaking to address the ways that we can be sensitive to people. Uh, he's got people speaking up there that clearly think it's okay for two men to be in a marriage or two women to be in a marriage and call themselves a Christian, practicing, uh, practicing that um, homosexual relationship, and yet calling themselves believers, and so um, that that's that's just disturbing. Because what he should be doing is calling them out. He should be calling them out and saying, "Hey, you need to repent because you call yourself a follower of Jesus, but you're practicing." this sinful behavior without repentance. And so, um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I just, I, I really am kind of stunned that, that Andy's doing that. Uh, okay. Hey, uh, I do have a caller while we're waiting on, uh, uh, Virgil, Tim, uh, go ahead and welcome to SWAT radio. Hey, Doug. It's good to talk to you again. Yes, sir. Uh, things are going good over here in Mississippi. Good. Hey, I was just going to add a, a a verse that comes to mind, right? First Corinthians 6, 9 to 11, that says, you know, Paul's talking to the church at Corinth. And you and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. That was a, a lot of things wrong with that church, right? But, yeah. uh 
he st- he says there, don't you know that you know the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Don't be deceived. Neither sexual immorality, nor idolaters, adulterers, men who pra- practice homosexual thieves, greedy drunkards, reviles, swindlers will not n- inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. As such were some of you. And he's talking to their saved people saying, hey. You know, he doesn't call out just LGBT. He's saying that all people that don't repent and turn, right? And I yeah. think that's where Andy's messed up on this, right? Uh, I understand he wants to love the sinner, but he can't coddle the sin. Yes. Well, and and one of the, the bigger issues for me is as a leader who is so influential, you're called to even right. more of a higher standard. And so to be delving off into this area where you're affirming people in your space that you're kind of shepherd over uh, and allowing these people who affirm what God doesn't affirm as, you know, I mean, these people who are saying it's okay to have a monogamous same sex relationship, you know, um, get up on your platform and speak on that same platform it's it's in it's it's a tacit approval of that you know i mean as and that's i just don't know how yeah. you justify that tim i don't i don't think you can um and you know it's about that kingship that you know we studied this past summer right that yeah. you don't get to pick and cheese right yeah. yep so. yep well hey thanks for calling tim i really appreciate you calling and uh tell say hi to everybody in meridian and wmar all right all right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Hey, uh, I I heard through the grapevine that Virgil actually popped onto the line. Omaha, are you there? I am in the building, sir. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, I'm sweating bullets here, man. I've been covering for you for 25 minutes, man. I'm like, I'm dying in here, man. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 if, if anybody can handle it you can but i do apologize no no yeah not, listen not with you. all right so you you just got to make it up to me because dude there's no way we're going to cover all the stuff that i want to cover in half an hour with you man because I'll, I'll i'll do my absolute best i'll i'll, I'll speak doubly quick <laughs> i i have been I, well we're gonna have to freestyle i was gonna talk about okay. the g3 conference but sure. I've already told people a, a little bit about that up there. Other sure. than I just sure. want them to hear from you. Uh, what was it like there? Have, how many years have you been associated with G3 now? I've been, I've been on staff at G3 since December of 2020. I've been attending G3 conferences since 2017. Okay. And uh, it's, it's, it's been awesome, yeah. All right, so wasn't it cool to see over 8,000 people there, man? Is that not amazing? Un, un- unbelievable to see eight eight thousand three hundred plus people in the building uh i i i was my jaw was to the floor uh it's an undertaking i never i i mean i i had not even thought about what it would require uh and it definitely required a lot but man it was so worth it uh getting to worship with those with those people fellowship 
I, I did. There wasn't enough time. I didn't. I, it would have taken a week to get to everybody I wanted to see while I was there. But what I did get to experience was absolutely fantastic. Well, well, it it uh, is a great conference, and I I, I introduced Josh uh, on you know while I was waiting. I talked about him, talked about what y'all's purpose was and everything. And listen, we got to go to our. Our, our news break on the half hour that's a hard break for us but when we come back uh i i want to freestyle a little bit with you just to do, do like you let's and daryl do um let's do it all right we're gonna freestyle but i'm gonna give you a heads up so you can think about it andy stanley's church today is doing a conference uh um, yeah yes. and i want us to talk about why that conference probably isn't the best idea for somebody who's a leader or at least professes to be a leader and follower of Jesus ought to be associated with that. All right? Let's do it. All right, so we're going to go to the break. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. This is Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. I got my friend Virgil Omaha Walker. We're going to be back after the news, and we're going to be talking about uh, what's going on in Atlanta and uh, we're- times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Expect some delays because of a crash involving a truck on the East Beltway, 295 southbound before I-95 northbound on the south end of town. Also, there's a broken down vehicle on I-95 northbound at the north end of the Trout River Bridge, blocking the right lane. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 74. Friday, mostly cloudy and breezy, high 83. From the Traffic and Weather Center, I'm AJ. They say sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. And right now, right now I'm losing bad. Stood on this stage. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio's Doug McCary of His Light Ministries with my friend Virgil Omaha Walker, uh, the... Uh, CEO of operations up at G3, or director, the executive director, I should say, of operations for G3. Um, yeah, don't don't get me in trouble. Now. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> yeah, Josh might not like that CEO thing, but no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he might, uh, he might have something to say about that. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, but um, Virgil is also uh, uh, does the podcast with Daryl Harrison. Just thinking, got me. They've got a couple of books out. And they, th- what I love about their podcast, uh, 
is it's just two guys talking who love Jesus, who love his word, and who are kind of commenting about things going on in our world with a biblical worldview. And, you know, uh, Virgil, you had this G3 conference on the sovereignty of God. And and then now, uh, just a little over, what, a week later, uh, yep. you have the uh, North Point Church up there uh, who <laughs> – uh, what what Al Mohler said is the trains left the station with Andy Stanley. This is kind of a big, I mean, it wasn't something that you didn't see coming, but this was a pretty big right. statement. What What is going through, like, I know you and Daryl talked, like, I listened to your freestyle uh, podcast, um, the, this not the last one, but the one before, and y'all got into the LGBTQ mm-hmm. thing and how church leaders mm-hmm. have been silent or they've been cowed down. They haven't. They haven't spoken to this. This is going way beyond that. Now it's almost like they're affirming it, right? I mean, is that what yeah. y'all see in yeah. this too? Yeah, we we do. I mean, I, I again to the point that you made earlier. This is this is not something new. Uh, we've been watching Stanley for for, for years. You know, unhitch from the Old Testament. Um, you know, not looking at scripture, not wanting to leverage it from a standpoint of its total sufficiency on every issue, uh, but simply wanting to wanting to you know use it as a as a prop, if you will, uh, to explain gospel ideas rather than gospel truths. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is this is someone who doesn't take uh, scripture as as completely sufficient. Actually, does to his credit, he actually does do a good job of of unpacking why scripture is important, but then ignores that altogether <laughs> in order to brace his own ideas. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the crazy, it's the craziest thing. And now what you have, and this has been a process over time. Now what you have is the absolute. And w- when you see, whenever you see a, a, a church, an organization, a pastor, uh, uh, capitulate on, on scriptural sufficiency on all issues, then, or, or embrace uh, egalitarianism. What 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 the next box car that follows is the embrace of LGBTQIA plus issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, the next box car that that will be there is to embrace the transgender agenda. You know uh, what what you're seeing is just a a continuation of of what of where things started when you've when you've gotten off the track. Of, of following biblical authority, biblical sufficiency, um, God's word in every facet and area of life being the rule, rule rule of the day. Yeah. Well, I have a question for you on the on the website there for the conference, which is going on today. They say mm-hmm. uh, no matter what theological stance you hold, we we invite mm-hmm. you to listen, reflect, and learn as we approach this topic from the quieter middle space. Is there any yeah. quieter middle space with Jesus on this issue? No, Jesus is absolutely clear on this issue. There, there's no quiet middle space. Uh, we, we can start from the very beginning in Genesis. We see male and female, he created them. Uh, we see that they're image bearers of God. We understand what sexuality is and then what it produces, which is children. Um, we have that throughout Scripture. So much to the degree that by the time Jesus actually, in the incarnation of Jesus, and, and he's on the scene here on earth, 
these ideas and issues are not even spoken of because they're so in, they're so ingrained in the culture uh, that that he only speaks about marriage uh, from a from a biblical perspective. He only speaks about relationships from a marital perspective. And so these idea the idea that we can water down or or, or smooth the sharp edges of scripture in order to find this comfortable quiet middle ground is something that scripture absolutely knows nothing about. Yeah. Well, I, it is, it is, you know, really, I don't know. It's just mind blowing to me that a church with the influence that Stanley's uh, North Point has there, all the different campuses, all the different tentacles that go out. I, I mean, you know, as well as I do, if you teach, you're more accountable. And if you have that measure of influence, that, that, that is just, it's really sad to me. Uh, and, you know, I've got friends that uh, went to Dallas Theological mm-hmm. Seminary, and, and they're mm-hmm. embarrassed by this because yeah. he went yeah. to Dallas. And, you know, Dallas let him go back. Omaha, they let him yes. go back and speak toward these kind of issues, yes. which is crazy. Yes. I, don't, yes. I don't understand yeah, <laughs> It's 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 absolutely insane, and and it's time that people said more, stood up, and 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 really really rebuked Stanley and encouraged him to step down from the pulpit. At the end of the day, this is a man unfit to to preach. Uh, he's not preaching the word of God. What he's preaching is his own ideas, his own political ideology, uh, his own social social cultural influence. Uh, he's not he's not holding tightly to the word of God, uh, and so w- w- the the point he really at this at the end of the day becomes irrelevant when he mimics what the culture is saying about these issues. There's no standard whatsoever. There's no biblical stand for him to take. He might as well fold his tent and and, and really walk away from from the pulpit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, it's really, it's it's a sad day for me uh, to see that. But mm-hmm. hey, I did have a bone to pick with you and uh, yes, with, with Daryl, <laughs> um, because uh, quite frankly, I was embarrassed uh, that um, you used Russell Moore as a picture of a white man sticking his nose into African business uh, because he does not represent me. Russell Moore has nothing to do with me, okay? And, and uh, I, I, you know, I say this jokingly to you. You guys, this is one thing I love about your podcast is y'all don't play politics. You don't play the political no. correctness stuff. And, you no. know, and, and, and Daryl made a joke about it, and he and I have joked about this stuff. You know, you can't even really joke about this stuff anymore no. publicly no. because no. – because people get upset they don't have they don't they don't i don't know they can't even appreciate humor that's sarcastic or humor that is yeah uh, you know because because there's i don't know we just can't talk that way anymore <laughs> yeah and in fact in fact I, I absolutely reject the idea that we can't and 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 all the more when i'm around my friends and, and family and and my my members of my church we we cut up, laugh, joke, have a great time at the expense of the other person. If, if somebody's not not, you know, if 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 somebody's not jabbing at you or you know poking at you, or picking at you, you you feel like they don't care about you. Yeah. And so that's that's kind of how that's kind of how how we are uh, around here. They're they're just as likely to hear me tell a black joke as a white joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And 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 the re- and the reason is because it's funny. 
And yeah. so that's that's why that's why we do what we do. And and uh, you know, I'm I'm my identity comes from who I am in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the level of melanin in my skin or the absence thereof uh, is is just a matter of fact. It's it's not a matter of purpose or or of, of, or something deeper than just that. Hey, I, I, I'm a black guy. I'm a, I'm a short, bald headed, beautiful looking <laughs> black guy with a you know with with with, 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 with a, with a dis- with a bow tie. <laughs> With a bow tie, absolutely. Yeah. Black, bald, beautiful, and a bow tie. Yeah. How, how, how can you go wrong with that, you know? Yeah. I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy life. I enjoy people and, uh, and, and love the Lord at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it is. Well, I, I, I really like that podcast. I like it when you all freestyle, uh, and when you yeah. start getting into to different things. And, you know, you guys jumped on a lot of the issues – uh, because I I think I don't know if you did it in June or if you did it in July right after June, but you talked about Pride Month. You talked about the yeah. church response. One of the things that Daryl said that I really liked in the podcast that you you also affirmed was you know mm-hmm. we as Christians do not do a very good job of really he I think he used the term from Top Gun. He said we we write checks with our mind that our body can't cash because we, yeah. we 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 say you know we don't like target or we don't like whatever bud light or whatever because right, we're not going right. to support them but we cave right. in and i think you guys used an example of uh of a bus <laughs> strike right where uh was in alabama yeah. they had the the strike and and they thought it was going to take three days and it ended up taking a lot yeah. longer and it cost them something they had to suffer through it and we're not willing to do that are we absolutely yeah you're you're talking about the the montgomery bus boycott in the the, during the civil rights uh, movement and how long that took i think those who started that this was the this was the boycott that would launch the career of one martin luther king jr uh they they thought hey we'll but we'll we'll you know after rosa parks you know does her thing we'll all step off of the buses and that will take us you know all of you know 3 days maybe 5 days tops and the and the bus boycott would be over but what they end up finding out was it would take a little over a year about 13 months and what they had to do in order to stay off those buses was something tremendous in that they created the first uber black uber of its kind right <laughs> yeah. so folks were having Folks were having to ride one another to work. Uh, folks were riding uh, 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 bicycles. Uh, it really, it really, it really changed the economic conditions in the black community at the time because the fares that they were paying to the city now were going to friends and to family members and to others who were providing support of getting people to and from work. The reality is it cost them something in order to see uh, the, the wheels the, the wheels of justice actually turn in their favor nowadays uh, it, things don't cost us anything or at least we're not willing to pay any kind of a price you'll have someone see a Starbucks has a has a uh, you know some some kind of emblem or some some support for the LGBTQ community or they won't necessarily embrace um, saying Merry Christmas mm-hmm. and Christians will get upset for a day or two or or three and then they'll go right back to what they were they were doing uh, uh, previously and again I'm not advocating that boycotts are the way to go and every situation or in every circumstance but at the end of the day we have to be willing if we're going to take a certain line of thinking a, a, a process 
of, of trying to strike back, we're going to have to be willing to pay the price that it costs in order to see change take place. Well, I I appreciated what you said in there. And I'll tell you, you know, one of the places that my wife and I have chosen to not support is Target because of what, mm-hmm. you know, their stand mm-hmm. is. And, mm-hmm. uh, and there's times that you want to cave in because there's some things that yeah. they sell that you yeah. can't get other yep. places that, or it's a little yep. tougher to get other places and you want to go in there and you don't have to. Because we've proven yes. that you can do without it, my wife and I have, and uh, absolutely, and absolutely. Uh, but but you know, here's what's interesting too: Target stock went down twenty percent. It went down twenty yes. percent in two weeks, right? Yeah, uh, and yeah, and the media spun it as well. It's really just the economy, and yet it just happened to coincide with all these people saying they weren't going to do it, and it was right on the heels of the Bud Light thing. And, you know, that mm-hmm. is one way we as Christians can say, no, we're not going to do it. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I haven't really talked to you and Daryl that much about the uh, the virus or the vax. You know, I am stunned mm-hmm. in light of all the things that have come out yes. about that. Yes. That Travis yes. Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs is doing a commercial about getting a stick. Right. I mean, like yesterday yeah. I saw it and I'm like, what is he doing? What are these people doing? Yeah. And there's so much fear out there, Virgil. Have y'all talked about that in any of your podcasts lately about the we, fear? We, factor? We have, yeah. yeah we, well, we have definitely talked about issues related to fear. Uh, we've got a book by uh, uh, about it called Why Are You Afraid? Yeah. Uh, that, that book's available. Anybody who wants to check that out, we we did. We spent some time as as the vaccine uh, was was you know everybody was saying you had to you had to take the jab you had to take the jab. You know we said hey hold hold on a second let's 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 take a pause let's let's stop for a minute and think about some things and 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 again as it related to COVID when it initially came out I think there were a lot of churches. Uh, you know, who said, you know, let's 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 do what the government tells us to do. But then as the data came out, they made different decisions about how they wanted to function, recognizing that that Caesar is not God and that God is God and that he's in charge of the church, that it's Christ's church and that he was in absolute control. So we we, we haven't gone into detail. I saw the same thing you saw with with, with Kelsey. I mean, he's a well-known figure. Who's, who's just been bought and paid for by by the uh, pharmaceutical? By industry. Pfizer. I Pfizer mean, bought him. <laughs> absolutely, bought 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 and paid for. And so I I don't understand it. He's a healthy male uh, in the prime of his life, not needing any kind of a of a jab or stick, but he's advocating that for others in light in spite of all of the evidence that we now know. Uh, about about the, uh, the 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 health related you know myocardial infarction types of issues related to to you know the the, the increase I should say uh, the, the the reported increase in in issues related to the heart that are the result of of the uh, of of the, of the vaccine we, we people are listening to the wrong people people are being influenced by celebrities people are being influenced by football players. Look, I love watching the Kansas City Chiefs play, but I don't need Kelsey to tell me about getting a jab or getting anything else. <laughs> no. It, all, all I need all I need that brother to do is catch a football and call it a day. That's really about it. Yeah, isn't that the truth? But you know they they and there's a reason 
that they go after a popular athlete like Kelsey because he is very popular. He's in several commercials, and they go after that guy. And I'm telling you, I, this is me, Virgil. I think I think the vax is evil. I think that that the the the, the ideology behind it is evil. There's so much out yeah. there now on mRNA technology. And, and so I want to recommend your book again. It's, if you go to Amazon, you can order it. I think you can get it off your Just Thinking page too, can't you, as a, a product? You can, yes. Uh, why are I, you afraid? Yes. Why are you yep. afraid? But they also have Just Thinking About the State, which is another mm-hmm. good book that they have out. So why are you afraid? Just Thinking About the State. Hey, give them a two-minute elevator speech on Just Thinking About the State. What's that about? Yeah, yeah. Just thinking about the state is a reference book. It really is. We uh, we spent uh, about two years kind of walking through all of the issues related to government, uh, politics, even public policy, and just examine them, examine all of those issues through the lens of a biblical worldview, and ask the question: Not did we vote Republican or Democrat, but what does the Bible have to say about these issues, and how should we approach them? And so, in the book, you're going to find just a lot of references. I think every almost every election cycle, someone should pick this book back up and kind of review some of the some of the key ideas that we tackle in it. We talk about government. We talk about socialism. We talk about capitalism, a socialist savior, right? Some, some people think Jesus is a socialist savior, savior. We talk about the Born Alive Act, Black Lives Matter and abortion, reparations, the Equality Act, elections. Those are all, those are all, those are all titles of entire chapters that we cover. And all of these issues are issues that you see over and over and over and over again. And knowing how to handle those, biblically speaking, it's really important. And so I think that book is a big help to to show people how they need to think about these things, what the Bible has to say, and how we can bring a biblical worldview to those issues. Well, you know, as a guy who's working at G3 and coming alongside a lot of churches, you just did this big conference. You've done it for a few years. Where do you see the church in America uh, going in the next couple of years? Yeah. Where do you yeah. see it? I, 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 see, I see, I think, the, the same thing that you see, a, a great divide. Uh, I, I see those who are committed to biblical orthodoxy, committed to uh, sound theology, committed to expository preaching, those who are, are committed to church discipline, those who are committed to, 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 to pastors who hold to the sufficiency of Scripture, and those who simply are, are interested in, in, in having, having their ears tickled by the Andy Stanleys of the world. Mm. Uh, I think as, as, as times grow more, uh, more dark uh, and dim, I think you, you're going to see those people who are, who, are, who are embracing cultural Christianity, popcorn Christianity. I think you're going to see those people malnourished and falling away from the faith and, 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 and the droves. And I think you're going to see a strengthening of those, that remnant who who is committed uh, to walking out their faith, not only in private, but also in public and willing to deal with the challenges that come as a result. Mm. All right. So you and Daryl, y'all tend to latch on to subjects that are out there. And and when you do your podcast, I was telling people before you came on, your your podcasts aren't forty five minutes long. They're like two and three hours because y'all no. get ready and yeah. y'all do y'all do a lot of research normally. Even when you're freestyling, yeah. y'all are. You, I mean, you delve into subjects pretty deep. 
Have y'all done yeah. a, a, a podcast yet on AI and the church or AI and the Bible? Yeah. Have you done that? Yeah, yeah. We have not yet. Those are things that we're looking at. There's a, There are a lot of ethical issues related to AI uh, and the like. I'm looking at it myself for, for a number of different reasons on a number of different different uh, ways, areas, platforms, everything from, from, from men who are thinking, oh, I'll use AI to, to put me put, put my sermon together. Uh, to, well, they're you know, doing to, it. To they're the advocating that yeah, now. I, I know. You know I know. I know. To, to to the image to to your own image and what what these you know what what some of these uh, tools can have you saying that perhaps you didn't say. I mean, there's all kinds of issues related to it that we've got to kind of think about and examine. It is a massive uh, undertaking to to approach something like that, especially in the way that Daryl and I like to approach it. Uh, so it wouldn't be something that we would do quickly. Something that we'll probably study for the, la- the latter half of this, you know, this year, and perhaps look at doing something uh, on on the other side of of, of 24. Uh, it, it would require that level of depth, research, and study uh, to properly kind of deal with it. But yeah, I I think it's something that that at at, at some point, at some level, uh, we're going to have to deal with and address. Absolutely, I, I want you to. I'm advocating. I'm I'm advocating yeah. really hard for you to do that. Okay, and. And along yeah. those lines, yeah. I want to talk to you about a double-edged sword. We got about three minutes left, and sure, uh, sure. and, and I, I feel like I'm fighting a losing battle here. But I see AI influencing this, or Apple, or Google, or whoever. That I'm seeing more and more pastors go to mm-hmm. iPads. More and more pastors yeah. are using only electronic Bibles. Uh, yeah. It, 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 Am I off base here? Is I I because I I just I really struggle with that, and I know you can get yeah. it into countries where they might confiscate a a hard copy Bible, but sure. I, I feel like that we're easily or could be easily deceived if all we have is electronic Bibles. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I you know I'm one of those guys who who who's you know beholden to, to an electronic you know something or another. But here's the thing I recognize. On a Sunday morning, there's nothing like taking a Bible into the pulpit, opening that up, and, and addressing the, the congregation from the pages of Scripture. There's nothing like it. Now, I, I don't have a problem if, if alongside that Bible you've got maybe your notes on an on a, on electronic pad or something like that, but there's something to seeing a Bible opened up. Uh, and you unpacking scripture and hearing the pages we always talk about on just thinking we we turn pages because when when we're when we're doing our when we're doing our podcast you actually hear us turning the pages of scripture as we get an idea or an idea or, or you know or something floods our mind as I'm listening to Daryl talk or he's listening to me he's turning pages because he's thinking oh yeah there's this text of scripture I want to go to and and we want people to hear us doing that because we want to we, we want to again amplify the fact that we are unpacking the Bible God's word and and are using it to address the issues of our day so it's incredibly important absolutely important well, I don't know if you even heard about uh, there was an AI generated Bible verse that wasn't from the Bible, but they put the, it it came up with a verse for a transgender person that affirmed the battle of trans Did you hear about that? I had not heard about that. Now what what you're what you're just what you're just now telling me and informing me of 
is just going to validate all the more needing to make sure we got the paper printed version uh, of of the Bible to ensure those kinds of things aren't happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so I'm not kidding you that that basically chat GPT, this guy was feeling sad. So he asked chat GPT, which was the AI to write a fake Bible passage about Jesus accepting trans people. Listen, this is I'm going to read it to you. And a woman whose heart was divided between spirit and body came before him, uh, came before him in quiet despair. She said, Lord, I come to you estranged for my spirit and body are not one. How shall I hope to wow. enter the kingdom of God? That's how the verse began. And then it says, Jesus wow. looked on her with kindness and said, my child, blessed are those who strive for unity within themselves, for they shall know the deepest truths of my father's creation. See, that's, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Unbelievable. So, Unbelievable. So that's why, yeah, we got to have that. Well, Virgil, man, you were so gracious to come on here early. Uh, but I, so, I could you have you so for an hour. <laughs> I want yeah, you back you when you feel better, man. All right. I I will do. I, I will do. And listen, thank you so much for your kindness and let me let me show up a little bit late. We'll we'll do it again for sure. Uh, oh, listen, I love you. I love just thinking, and I love a G three. You're part of two great uh, groups, and um, yeah. I just know we'll be praying. People pray for Virgil. Yeah, he's still struggling a little thank bit with the cold. Lift him up. And, and just ask for God's protection over him and his family. Hey, we'll be back tomorrow with more of SWAT Radio. We're going to have a best of with Bill Hull, uh, my interview with him. 